What up, peoples? <laughs> There's podcast peeps. Podcast peeps. I didn't say podcast peeps today. I tried switching it up. <laughs> It's really hard to start a podcast episode. I'm telling you, I know there's some pros out there, but we're not one of them. <laughs> it's all right. This is all part of it. This is. This is all the part process. of the journey. Yes. And I'm so grateful that we started this journey, what, last September? Mm-hmm. We haven't been as consistent as we like, but... We're, we're working on it. Consistency is coming. <laughs> the quarantine of 2020 has been very interesting this life has been very interesting which would you rather it any other way i mean yeah no i I was just gonna say it's all part of it it is that's the theme today i guess it is it is all part of it the ups and the downs the highs and lows like that's what makes it all worth it yeah you know what's weird too i just noticed what we're like sitting here talking to each other, but I tend to just look down at the phone. Like I'm looking at our audience of people like, hey, what's up? But you're not looking like no one's looking back at me. No, it's just me. It's just you. <laughs> and so I shouldn't be looking at the phone while I'm talking. It's all right. But it's weird because we already have these conversations beforehand and, and kind of talk Well, this a is kind of nice. We're sitting at the table, like sitting in front of each other. Normally we're, we're not sitting at the table. Normally we're sitting... Like on the couch. Yeah, in our living room that like overlooks our backyard and it's a beautiful view. We have like huge windows in our living room. Um... Looking back in our backyard with our trampoline, we can typically see the boys. Um, but yeah, it is, it's weird sitting actually across from each other. Yeah. So anyways, if you've made it this far, two minutes in. <laughs> if you're not uh, bored yet. <laughs> yeah, if you're not bored yet and haven't turned it off and you're like, oh, these guys, this is boring. Um, <laughs> no, but for those that have been listening, man, it's so encouraging when we get messages of people like, oh, I haven't listened to the last episode. I'm going to listen to it today. And, and then, you know, we hear back from you guys listening. It's, it's really cool. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to jump in. Um, it's been a – there's probably a lot we're going to talk about um, because obviously there's a lot going on. And, you know, we're not immune to everything that's been going on. If anything, we've, we, you know, we feel the brunt of it for sure. Um, you know, our two boys home um, – building businesses and, and creating, you know, still a future and, and looking at the opportunities versus the obstacles and whew, there's a lot. Um, but we're going to jump right in. Um, we really, really sincerely hope that, you know, you guys are doing well. I know in our last podcast episode, we, we kind of talked about just, you know, how, I, I mean, I honestly felt a little insecure about it when I left it because I felt like Oh, I'm like exuding all this positivity and like things are great. And I know there are a lot of people out there that aren't feeling great. And I was like, man, was I being too positive? And I was like, no, like screw that. I want people to feel that there is hope in this time. And, and you know, the reason why I felt the way I felt and in, and in so many ways, I still do feel the same way. Like, no, I'm not. It's not that I'm like every day waking up feeling like I'm going to conquer the world. But I think as an overall... I'm not going to apologize for exuding positivity because I feel like that's my nature. Like I want people to experience that hope and that hope has only come and that encouragement, that, that excitement, that joy, that, that being able to look at the, the, the brighter side of things has not always been me, but 
I've been able to get there because of the things that I've gone through, because of the support that I've got. And so... And, and you have to realize, like, you have to give credit to, like, in that time that we were recording, you were in a great space. Yeah. Like, it's not like we were recording, I don't know, two days ago when you were not happy and feeling really low. Yeah. So, it's like... Yes, they caught, like, we recorded in a moment that you were in that state. And like you said, it's not like that all the time. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I mean, overall, like, I feel like that is our overarching, like, theme. Like, we are doing great. Like, things are good. But, like I said last time, it's all, it's a wave. Yeah. <laughs> it's in and out. It is. Which I feel like that kind of segues into kind of what we wanted to talk about today. was like, you know, as as a couple... I think one of the greatest things we've learned is to allow each other that space and, and space to feel. Um, and I think it's so important to give that to each other. Um, I know from my perspective, being married to you, one of the biggest things that has taken, I've grown a lot, but anger, like for me, because of the way I, uh, like, what I was exposed to as a child, um, anger, it can, it scares me. Like it, and it, it scares me and it causes me to hide and freeze up. Um, and so with you, I realized like when we first got married, you would get angry and I'd want to hide from you. Um, you can hear our, our son in the background. That's one of our boys. So just, Ignore the noise behind us. <laughs> we have two kids. This is quarantine, you know. Um, yeah, so I I realized very early on in our marriage that anger was a trigger for me. And for me, anger meant it's time to hide. Um, when I was younger and I experienced anger from the people in my life, I would hide like I would hide in a closet or um, hide in my room and and listen to outbursts of anger Um, and it scared me and so I just always equated anger with hiding and so I had to learn in our marriage that like anger is okay and it's crazy so this past week we did um, an Enneagram uh, test, which is like a per- would you say it's a personality test? It's a little bit deeper than a personality test, it, for sure. It's a deeper like test to kind of figure out like who you are at your core, like your essence, like your real, like true self, deep down, like beneath all the surfacey stuff. Like it's it's really like a, a really gets to to get you in touch with like your real true inner inner core. Um, so yeah, you can have a snack, yes, buddy. I don't, you can have whatever snack you want. Here we are parenting. It's awesome (laughs) doing podcasts. (laughs) During parenting. But here we are. Just, just, why was I going? So the Enneagram, you were talking, I don't know why you were going to the Enneagram, but Don just lost her train of thought. But I was thinking about um, when you were just talking about the anger outburst, you you were talking about, you know, how you've had to get used to the anger, you know, your, your anger and, and you, you've learned a lot through going through the Enneagram, just about your tendencies and hiding. And 
Um, yeah, got it. Yeah. <laughs> back to my train of thought. So I want to go back to that anger thing too because I think um, that's important as well. Well, that was something I but learned in my Enneagram. Enneagram to, I'm, I'm an Enneagram 9, um, which one of the things that is very common in that number is that we keep our anger within and we don't express anger. Um, and I think it's something that I realized early on in our marriage, which you are very like, you are very expressive. No matter what the emotion is, you feel it, you like, it's, it's out, like it's on your shoulders. There's no question about what you're feeling. And so for me, because like anger was something that I've never really learned to express, I would hide from it. And so at an early age in our early age, early stages in our marriage, I was afraid of you and I was scared of you and I would hide from you. And now like there's so much that I've learned. I could go in so many different directions with this, but you can go ahead. I see you want to jump in. (laughs) Well, I just think like when you're saying like you'd hide from me, I'm like, dang, like I I sound like I'm a, like it sounds like I'm I'm this like abusive dude. No, but (laughs) but it's because of. No, I know it is because of your. Not, we've what? talked about that before. Yeah, because your nature is to avoid conflict. Exactly. And, and I think that, too, you know, like I was going to say, like, about the anger, like, it's, and I'm glad you, like, preface, like, you can explain that, like, about, like, the expressiveness of it. And I think, too, like, you know, it's funny, I was having this conversation with, with someone the other day about how I, about that, like, about my emotions and, like, being, like, out in front and, like, always, like, expressing it, like, you know, hard and and out there. And it's taken me a long time to like see that the anger is just, it's a, it's a top level. It's a Mm -hmm. surface level emotion, but then getting in touch with like what's really beneath my anger. And I think that's too, like what has helped me. And I think what has helped us grow in our ability to allow each other to feel because you not reacting to like when I'm feeling something, if I'm like expressing something in a like heightened state, you give me that space to like feel it to where I like, I can actually see below the anger, see beneath like, oh, it's because I'm feeling not seen. It's because I'm not feeling heard right now. And so naturally, like that's the way I learned how to express emotion was through anger. Mm -hmm. Like growing up, like that's the only, that's one of the only emotions I learned was anger. Yeah. Like when you felt something, you you were angry. Like yeah. anything, like it was anger. Like that's all I knew, and I think like that's what's been so huge about us learning to hold space for each other is being a, like it's allowed both of us at different times that space to just and not reacting is just giving each other that space has allowed each other to like really go deeper and like what's below that surface. Yeah, what's below your hiding, like. Yeah. Why are you hiding? Oh, it's because I feel insecure or Mm -hmm. I feel like unsafe or, you know, like it's, it's that. Right. And I think like that's, I I don't know where we were going on that and like why, what started that you were talking about that. But, um, I know that it's one of the things that, you know, we wanted to talk about too, is just like during this time we've talked to like many people, you know, and just how hard it is right now to be, in such close quarters with each other all the time, 24-7, not having really the ability to go and do stuff and get away. If 
you're in that position where, you know, you're both working from home with kids. I know there are some that are still going to essential jobs. And so I don't want to negate that, but there still is that. Um, but in our situation where both, you know, both um, spouses are home and, and with each other with kids and, you know, doing work and trying to have a relationship and, you know, trying to manage kids' emotions, um, it's hard. And I had someone ask the other day, um, a few people, but this specific conversation was asking, like, how are you doing it? Like, how are you able to still get along and not just want to, like, constantly be picking at each other and stepping on each other's toes and or drinking and just numbing out? And, you know, it, it's it's because of so many of the things that we've learned, you know, in the last, like, five years, really, of this whole process of not taking things personal. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think that's the biggest thing that for me in this situation that has helped me to thrive, like emotionally and to feel still connected to you, to not like react how I normally would have with the boys and just being like flying off the handle about something because I've been able to just see like, we're all going through our own stuff. Like we're all feeling it in our own ways and by not taking it personal, like it's a personal thing against me and, and why like you're reacting certain ways when you feel something. It's allowed me to just be like, have compassion and just be like, wow, like she's feeling stuff too. And you know, I don't and need to take this personal. Like it's not about me and it, and it may be about me. Like I may have done something but I don't need to take it as like, I'm wrong or like, I'm bad or it just, it is what it is. Yeah. And I need to be able to see that. Yeah. And I think that's where like, one of the things that like, I feel that you've really grown is giving me that space to feel. Um, I think we talked about this in the last podcast, but it, since the last podcast, there's been a couple times that I've just cried. Like, I, I'm the weight of all of this is very heavy and I've just needed to cry and you have been so great about just holding me and and not taking it personally like you'll you'll ask like there's something wrong did I do something and like as soon as I say no like I just need to cry you're just like okay and you open your arms and you hold me and it's not suck it up or like and in the past, you would try to fix me or, like, get to a solution quickly. Why are you feeling this way? What's wrong? Like, where is it coming from? Like, the coaching TJ comes <laughs> out and, like, wants to dig. It's a disability. <laughs> but, it comes from a good place, though. It's, I'm a helper. Like, no, I know. I know. Nature. But, like, you've grown in that, but, like, you'll just let me cry and yeah. just hold me. And I think that's what's been beautiful in our transformation is giving each other that space because when we first got married it was not like that um and then that's where for me with your like anger like you've gotten angry a couple times like several I don't know a handful of times since mm -hmm. this all started and I've allowed you to have that space like one time you went out and drove around and screamed in your car <laughs> um there's been times that I'm just like, why don't you just go for a walk? Like, just mm -hmm. get out of the house. Like, go do something. Because I can tell, like, your energy, your, ah, like, that TJ tight pants is coming. <laughs> and, yeah. And, but I, 
again, I don't take it personally. I'm not like, what the fuck, TJ? Like, come on. Like, here you go again. It's just yeah. like, no, I feel that you need some space. Why don't you you go, go for a walk? Go for a drive. Like, go for a run. Yeah. What, what do you need right now? And go do that. Um, so I feel that's something that, like, we've both really grown in our relationship. And I think one thing you said before we started this podcast, the, the trick with it is taking care of yourself first yeah. and knowing like for me, I get up at 5 a.m. every morning and I need that two hours before anyone else gets up. Which let me just pause there and you can finish that <laughs> Stop. thought. Stop. If y'all like y'all seriously don't understand this, when I started getting up at quarter five in the morning five years ago, like <laughs> you don't talk to Dawn in the morning. Like literally, literally like for the first like two hours, you do, you don't talk. You don't say hi. You don't say good morning. <laughs> don't make eye contact. You don't ask if she wants coffee. If you're going to make coffee, just make the coffee and don't <laughs> ask if she wants a cup. But what's funny is like she used to, like when I used to get up at quarter five, I was like, oh, hell no. Like I'm not getting up until like I need to unless the boys get me up or it's like eight o'clock. I'm not getting up before that time. <laughs> and so it's just crazy to see that. But, I just had to bring this up because I think a lot of people can hear that and be like, what? You get up at five? Yeah. But I think explain the reason behind it too is because for us right now, this, yeah. like the stage that our boys are in, they just get up super early. And we've known that we've learned over the last five years that in order to be our best, like whatever that best is for that day, now our best doesn't mean like we're on like cloud nine. Our best could be one day like we're literally crawling like yeah. that day. But in order for us to be our best, we need to get that quiet time in the morning to fill our cups up mm -hmm. before the boys get up. Yeah. Because once the boys get up, it's like, well, you got to be full go and full engaged. We describe what, so, what go our, ahead, but I wanted to preface that. Like, well, we don't be ashamed give, if you don't get up at five. To give everyone a, a glimpse of our life. When our boys get up, it is literally the scene from Home Alone oh, when Lord Kevin Jesus. is running around with his hands in the air. Ah! Yes. <laughs> Literally, like, kid you not, it is like a stampede down the house, or like where their bedrooms are, you come down the stairs, you run straight through the kitchen, the dining room, into our family room, and they literally sprint, yelling through the kitchen, through the dining room, through the, the family room, and then back into the kitchen like, and stop. It's just like, there's no... It's like, oh. There's no, like, let's leisurely yeah. wake up. It's like, bam, we are here. Let's go. It's time to crush this day. <laughs> um. Meanwhile, we're like, which one of y'all kicked us? <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that's where, like... Because I know I'm a grouch in the morning. <laughs> and it's like, even when I get up at five, it's not like I get up and TJ can talk to me from five to seven. Oh, no, like, I still don't. <laughs> yeah, that's like my time. And by seven, I'm good. I'm ready to oh. give to everyone in love. But I have learned that I need those two hours to myself. I need that. It That is what fills up my cup and gives me so much peace. Um and, and I'm able to give to everyone. And I say that because, because I take care of myself first, it gives space for TJ to feel. It gives space for my boys to feel. Because these past six weeks that we've been home, there have been multiple times that both of our boys have just been 
sitting, like hiding behind the couch crying or hiding upstairs in their room crying. And if I had not been taking care of myself, I react. I instantly like, why are you crying? What's wrong? What is like, I can come at it that way. But because I've been... Because you're pent up. Exactly. Because I'm feeling it too. But because I'm taking care of myself right now, I've been able to come at them with so much compassion. And I've been there calm. And I've let them cry in my shoulder. Same with TJ. Because I'm taking care of myself, I can let TJ go out for an hour run. I can let him go for his 30-minute walk every morning. Like... I have to take care of myself first. We've used this analogy before, but like put on your own oxygen mask first before you try to put on someone else's. And I think it's so important to do that, especially right now. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, I, I like cannot stress this enough. Like this time more than ever, if there's any, if there's anything we could say right now, like, it's this right here, like this moment, exactly what Don just expressed and explained, is like one of the keys in my mind to come out of times like this. And as you go forward, like this is one of the number one things that has transformed our marriage, our level of intimacy with each other, the way we show up as parents, the way we show up in the world, the, 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 the things that we've been able to overcome in the last five years, the successes that we've had in the last five years, like this one thing of filling up our cup first and putting on our mac- oxygen mask first every single morning is like, it is the cornerstone that has literally re- like revolutionized our, ourselves personally individually and us as a as a couple and mm-hmm. right now more than ever with what we're going through right now this is the time to build in those habits it is the first thing that i like the first thing that i like do every morning like it is the like i i have to like if i don't i am i am that tj tight pants like mm-hmm. i come out as just with an empty tank. Like my tank is empty and starting on E and that's not a good way to start in light of everything that's going on. Because right now it's kind of like you need to, we're all by the end of the day, no matter what situation you're in, whether you still have a job, whether you are on unemployment, whether you're searching for unemployment, whether you've been furloughed, whether you you know, are still having to go into work, every single one of us, because this situation is re-triggering everybody's trauma right now and everybody's anxiety and everybody's fear. No one is immune to this. Every single one of us by the end of the day is tapping into our reserve gas tank. Every single one of us. It does not matter whether you're on cloud nine, the coaches that I work with, that work with me, that are mentors to me, that are coaches to me, they even say the same thing. Like, they are people that I look up to that are, you know, multi-million dollar businesses, super successful, and like mindsets that are stronger than ever. And they are still talking about how they are still like at the end of the day, they hit reserve because there's just so much of what everyone's feeling right now. And I think it's now more important than ever that if you do not have a morning routine 
you need to get one. Like, you need to get one. It is the cornerstone for you accomplishing, experiencing joy, accomplishing whatever you want to accomplish in your life. If it's wanting to overcome, just purely overcoming confident, you know, insecurity, anxiety, fear, like having this, starting your day with a structured routine to move, to sit in silence, whether that be praying or meditating and journaling and then reading something like you have to have that. I am hands down like if that's not something you are doing in your life you are missing out on more than you think um more than you think because i know what my life was like before i started doing this and i know what my life is like now and i can tell you it is a 180 difference from on every level on every level my self-confidence the money that i've earned since i started doing that the relationship that I have with my kids going from them being afraid to be around me by myself to literally wanting to be around me 24 hours a day, seven days a week, counting down the minutes until it's four o'clock so I can go play with them. When I come home from, you know, being out, they're running to the door, coming to give me a hug. Even when you just it's, go on a walk. Yeah. <laughs> like literally I'll go on a 30 minute walk and they'll like rush me after I get home to... The way that it's transformed our marriage in our intimacy together, the level of depth and conversation that we were able to have, the people that we've been able to encourage. And so if it's if you're not doing that, I want to give you just a quick like, here's what we do in the morning. And you can design this however you want. But every part of your morning should start with some sense of small movement, whether that is push-ups, sit-ups, maybe some squats, maybe it's a, a, a quick little yoga routine that's 15 minutes, just something to get your heart going, your, 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 your blood pumping through your heart, right? Do not pick up your phone at least for the first hour of your day, like at a minimum the first hour of your day. Do, do not pick it up. Don't even turn it over. Don't even look at it. Don't, don't look at the notifications, nothing. Keep it away. Don't touch it. The third thing, so you have... Move, keep your phone away. The third thing, spending some time, some quiet time, whether that be in meditation, whether that be in prayer. I don't really care what religion you subscribe to, but if you do not spend time, at least some time in silence, some time just in contemplative thought, in prayer, you're missing out really, really big right now because there is no doubt that you need to be connected to some sort of source energy. Whether you call that God, whether you call that Buddha, whether you call that Allah, whether you you know, worship Krishna, whatever it is, whatever religion you follow, whatever thing that you believe, whether it's a universe or source energy, you need to spend some time in contemplative thought where it's, it's silent and you are just receiving. The next thing is at least, at least 20 minutes 10 minutes of reading something that is going to fill you up, whether that be a spiritual book, whether that be a personal development book, whatever it is, something that is going to fill your soul with something encouraging, something uplifting, something that is going to fill your cup. And then the last thing, a journal routine. So we have a journal routine that I've sort of, you know, that has morphed over the years, I feel like has, has just worked really, really well for me. Um, is I start off every single day with three to five things, write down three to five things, handwrite, not in a, a phone, 
handwrite three to five things that I'm grateful for. And if you look at my gratitude journal that I started five years ago, it was like, I'm grateful to wake up. I'm grateful that I brushed my teeth. I'm grateful that I got an hour of sleep. Like, it was very basic. Now that it's like, it's morphed in, like I could honestly write probably 20 things in the morning that I'm grateful for. Um, And so three things that you're grateful for, three to five things that you're grateful for, three to five things that you want to do that day, like three to five little things that you want to get accomplished. Again, like little tasks, little things. It could be do the dishes. It could be take a shower. Like I'm talking that little, right? And then you can build it into business, whatever, you know, you, you want to do. And then three to five affirmations. And when I say affirmations, it's really choosing how you want to show up that day. So if you know typically you wake up and, you know, you go throughout your day and you struggle with, you know, feeling frustrated, right? Here's an easy way to do this. Make a list of the common things, the common emotions, um, disempowering emotions that you feel in a given day, that whether that be frustration, anger, insecurity, anxiety, whatever, write those five things down. And then on the opposite side, write more empowering like statement, uh, you know, for, so for anxious confidence, right? For insecurity, it could be confidence. For anger, it could be peace. For frustration, it could be calm. And that's where you're going to get your affirmations from. And write those down and really feel yourself feeling those emotions, Because that's going to help set the tone for your day. So the next time that you're in your day and life is pushing up against you and you feel that that bout of frustration, you're going to immediately go back to those affirmations that you wrote down. I am calm. I am peaceful. And you're going to feel it. Your body's going to recognize that feeling and be like, oh, instead of me acting out of frustration, I know this feeling. Remember, we, we broke this habit. We're breaking this belief. No, I'm not frustrated. I may feel that emotion, but I'm going to step into the calm. I'm going to step into the peace. And so those things, I will promise you, you do this and practice this for 30 days. It will revolutionize the way you show up in your world. So move some sort of way in the morning. Don't touch your phone for at least an hour. Three to five things you're grateful for. Three to five things you want to accomplish that day in three affirmations. Um, If you do that, I will promise you that will help build on some of what we talked about earlier and not taking things personal from each other, um, especially if you're in a marriage. And, we, you know, we talk a lot about marriage because that's a lot of what this podcast is based around is, you know, that's the world we're in. Um, but that goes to like the second thing that we wanted to dive a little bit deeper into is just that not taking things personal and, and how that like practically plays out in our life. And you you explained a lot of that, I feel like already, but I don't know if you want to say anything more about that. Um, or if you want to I go mean, into something else. No, I mean, I feel like, yeah, I feel like we kind of touched on it all. I think, um, I think especially right now and the state of what's going on in our world, like I, I was saying at the beginning of this, like it's all part of it. Like allow yourself to feel whatever you're feeling, yeah. um, because it's all a part of it. Like teacher is saying when when you're like soup you've been like there's been days that you're just like this is like I'm great everything's good like yeah that's part of it I've had those days too and then there's days that like I just want to curl up in a ball and cry and hide and just stay under my bed okay 
like that's all part of it like and and to give each other grace and space to feel whatever we feel like whatever that may be um in each moment because it is moment by moment um and I think that's something that we've just really learned is to give each other that space and it's helped us especially like going through this right now mm-hmm. um and and just to understand that like it's all part of it this is all part of it like we're going to we're going to feel so many different things in one hour <laughs> like it yeah. can go up and down in in an hour or two hours um but just allowing each other that grace of like it's all part of it like that was one of the things I wrote down like you can't truly experience joy if you haven't gone through pain. Yeah. You can't experience the highs of life if you haven't experienced the lows. And so just like understanding that like it's it's a give and take. Like we're, we're going to have low moments, high moments and it's all part of it. Like mm. okay, like all right, we're going to we're going to get through this. Like got the next moment like we get we get to do it again it's funny we've been laughing like when we get up in the morning it's like this habitual grounds groundhogs day (laughs) we're just like well here we are again what are we gonna do today (laughs) um but it's just like that's just the way we're at right now and that's where you know like having these practices these morning routines helps with the the ebbs and flows of it um and I think that's just something for me personally, like it's just helped me so much. And it's, there are mornings that I don't want to get up. Like I don't, I really don't want to get out of bed, but I do like, there's just this intrinsic motivation of like, ah, uh, yeah, I gotta get up. Like yeah. I'll hit snooze. And then when it goes off again, I'm like, oh, I'm getting, okay, I'm getting up. Like yeah. I'm going to go. Like I got this. Um, because I know it's so important for me. Yeah. It really is. Um, and go ahead. Yeah, no, it's funny you say that. You, you just made me think like that's those I've had, you know, I've had a lot of those mornings where I haven't wanted to get up either. And, you know, haven't wanted and knowing that like the boys are going to get up soon and knowing like this is my window of opportunity. And it's funny, like those mornings that I don't want to get up, it's because I'm feeling heavy. Like I'm feeling I'm feeling the weight um, of everything that's going on and I'm feeling the weight of, you know, the responsibility of being a father, being a husband, building a business. And and it's those mornings that even if it's like 15 minutes and maybe I didn't get to move, but I got to journal or I got to actually go out for a walk, like just that little bit helps me throughout the day because I know that that day sometimes it ends up being like all day I'm feeling that way and I'm feeling really heavy and it's really really hard like you said Mm -hmm. um other days I'm able to pull through it even just with that 15 minutes or five minutes or 10 minutes um but it's it does help so much even just if it is five minutes to have in the morning just to set myself up because it's those days that like I'm really feeling it like I realized like wow I really needed that like I really needed just whatever it was like whether it was five minutes or 10 or 20 or 30 or whatever I needed that that little bit and Mm -hmm. it's yeah it's it's it definitely has helped because it's definitely been 
many days throughout this time where it's been, I felt it. Like, yeah. I haven't wanted to do anything that yeah. day. Like, it's been really hard just to do the little tasks. It's been really hard just to be a dad. It's been really hard to just be a person. Like, yeah. it's been really hard just to be there for you. Yeah. But I think that's why in those moments I'm able to be there for you because it's, like, I just took the time, like, just a little bit of that time. And I may have a half a tank that day. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> so I appreciate you saying that because it's, like, it is... It is the ebb and flows. Yeah. And even in the flows where it's like the valley days. Yeah. You know, my valley days. I'm still able to sort of be there. Yeah. Even when I don't feel it. And I feel like I got nothing left to give. Exactly. I feel like those mornings, like maybe the previous days, filled up my reserve tank. Yeah. And that entire day, I'm just on reserve. Yeah. But I'm grateful that I have just the reserve. Yeah. No, one hundred percent. That's like the other. Before it was like empty, empty tank. Like, yeah, there's nothing left. Yeah, and it's like for the other day, like I, I had to go meet uh, my brother to get groceries, and I went by myself, and got, um, I got like an hour in the car to myself, and um, it just hit me like in in that. Um, okay. Um, the other day I in that drive, like I, I started listening to a book and I felt, I realized like I'm not paying attention at all. And like my mind was going all over the place. So I stopped the book and just drove in silence, like 45 minutes, just in silence. And I realized sitting in that silence, how heavy I feel right now. Like I just feel the weight of everything and it felt so heavy but I was really like proud of myself for sitting in it and feeling it. And I think, you know, if that's one thing I can leave with you guys and just encouraging you to feel it again, all of it, whatever it is, feel it. And, you know, for that particular day, like I, I didn't cry, like I didn't, there was no like emotion tied to it. I just felt the heaviness of what's going on. And I just like I was able to just breathe and just be and you know I think for those of you out there that, that are feeling it too like a lot of my messaging and my posting right now is like we're all in this together like we really are collectively in this together and if we can all just breathe together allow each other to feel it together you know if a neighbor wants to talk like let them talk and feel like let's be there for each other like and again, you got to take care of yourself first, and then you can hold that space for others. Um, but just to honor that this is hard, and we're all going through it together. And it ebbs and flows, and there's different feelings for different days, for different moments. But we're all in it together. Yeah, we are. We're here. We hope that helped. We hope you got some nuggets out of there. Um this is such a great opportunity. You know, you said something earlier, you said something a minute ago, um, you can't experience joy unless you experience pain. And, you know, I think it's so true. Like you, you can't experience, fully experience joy unless you've walked through pain. Mm. Not just trying to get over on the other side, but walk through it. And, and you just described that like so beautifully of just taking that time just to sit and just allow yourself to feel it, you know, like I, there's this week, last week, I think I wrote a, I just wrote just to get out everything. And I wrote a letter to fear 
and anxiety because I was feeling just a lot of fear and anxiety. And I just wrote everything I was fearful of and everything I was feeling anxious about. And, you know, I think that that's so beautiful to end with is just allow yourself to feel right now. Like use that time in the morning to feel it um, and, and be okay and hold space for each other and um, take the time to put on your oxygen mask first so that you can hold space for each other. You know, like when one is weak, the other is strong. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's been like the theme of this whole last month for us is like one day you're weak and I got a little bit more strength and one day I'm super weak and you are super strong and I need you. And, you know, I think for you guys out there, like be that for each other, you know, and, and if you're having trouble being that for each other, um, get help. Like, I know I've said that on numerous ones of our podcasts, but I cannot express how much getting support from other people has helped our marriage as well. Mm -hmm. Like all these tools have come from other people helping us, mentoring us, coaching us. And then us just putting in yeah. like the work, like putting in the work that we've been shown. And, and I don't want to, I feel like sometimes I come off as like, I know like all these things and do all these things, but like these have all come from the mentors, coaches, people I've had in my life that have, gifted me with their knowledge and wisdom and I think I get so excited about it and want to put it out there so like bad because I just I see how much it's helped my life and I just want to see that for others and so you know everything we talk about here is things that we've been through the things that we've experienced and the, the help that we've gotten and so um, I hope it brings value to you and, and I, I I do like we are together you know I you may not feel it someone said the other day this isn't social distancing like we don't need to socially distance like yes physically we are but we don't need to socially distance each other mm -hmm. and so you know reach out like i cannot tell you how much like reaching out and talking to people has helped yeah and how much it's helped us to get through so many different valleys and you know even now like having people in our lives to reach out to and just express and feel and go through this with um yeah. so if we can be that support we'd love to um, if you have people in your lives that are that support, reach out to them. Um, we all need each other during this time. And, and it's, I hope, my hope is that we come out of this time stronger and, and see the, uh, the, the reality of how much we need each other. Yeah. Um, the importance of having strong relationships with each other. Um, so we hope this finds you well. Um, we hope this finds you in a place that you do have hope um, and that you are holding strong because we will get through this. You will get through this and you will come out of it stronger. If that is your mentality, if that is your mindset, you will come out of this stronger um, if you hold to that that belief. You, you will. Yeah. Done. Done. Give me that <laughs> awkward look. Just the way we started this podcast, we're going to end it. Peace out, podcast peeps. <laughs> <laughs>